My best-selling program, The Pinterest Lab, is closing enrollment soon. Join now at teachmepinterest.com. Dive into The Pinterest Lab today and get your hands on my four-step no-fluff process where I will teach you how to drive traffic and generate leads using Pinterest. And the best part, my strategy takes less than an hour a week. Join the Pinterest lab before the doors close at teachmepinterest.com. Pinterest will help you 20X the traffic you're getting to your content, getting your hard work in front of the people you're busy creating it for. It will give your content a lifespan of months, even years compared to the mere minutes of other social media platforms. And Pinterest will get to work for you while you spend one hour a week setting it and forgetting it using my strategy. Get ready for results. Join me inside of the Pinterest lab at teachmepinterest.com before we close the doors. That's teachmepinterest.com, teachmepinterest.com. When is the last time I felt joy? Like what is something that I miss doing? It is such a great way to begin to retrain yourself to crave experiences first and regularly remind yourself of the way that they fill up your cup, the way they make you feel. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. All right, quick gut check before we dive into the meat of today's episode. Would you rather have unlimited shopping funds to only be used for clothes and personal items or unlimited free flights to anywhere you want to go? Next question. Would you rather get to buy a luxury handbag or a fancy watch or spend a weekend in a city you've always wanted to visit? Final question. Would you rather get to pick out all new furnishings for your family room or take three-day weekends for the rest of your life? Chances are that you might be leaning toward the second option for all those questions, meaning you might be an experiences over things kind of person. And if you are, you're in good company. The McCombs Business School at the University of Texas at Austin actually performed a study in 2020 that found that most people are happier when they spend their money on experiential purchases over material ones. The researcher's possible explanation is that experiences live on more fondly in our memories than material items do, even though we generally use our material items for longer amounts of time and more often. Think about, say, like when you buy a new phone, for example, the first day or two, it is so exciting. You tinker with all the different settings. You enjoy the fancier camera. But after about that first week, it just becomes your norm and the phone loses much of the initial excitement it brought you. In contrast, if you think about maybe a concert you loved or a favorite trip that you went on, even though it might have happened years ago, the memory still brings back that like visceral, palpable joy. If you want to be happier, 
Here's a quote for you. If you want to be happier, it might be wise to shift some of your consumption away from material goods and a bit more towards experiences. One of the researchers and the assistant professor of marketing, Amit Kumar, said, Today's episode is all about this prioritization, what it looks like in our lives, and how I learned this at a young age thanks to my parents. If you're in the pursuit of spending more on experiences versus material things, keep listening to learn five creative ways to prioritize your spending in a way that may actually lead to greater happiness, according to the experts. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. My friend and repeat Gold Digger podcast guest, Sanira Madani, is on the HubSpot Podcast Network. It is so cool to be in such good company on the network with Sanira. If you haven't tuned into her show before, CEO School needs to be your next listen. CEO School is committed to closing the gap and helping more women level up by sharing stories and strategies from powerful women in leadership because nothing bad happens when women make more money. Sanira recently interviewed the OG girl boss, Sophia Amoruso, about building million-dollar brands and media trainer Jessica Abo on how to nail your media appearances and pitches. Listen to Sanira Madani's show, CEO School, wherever you get your podcasts. I have long been a fan of focusing more on experiences over things. I honestly think that my parents instilled it in us kids really early on, and they gave us the opportunity to choose one or the other early and often. And we've talked about this before. We didn't have a lot of extra money. So we were always trying to get creative of like, what can we do? What can we enjoy? What can we play with? And In my new book, How Are You Really? I talk a lot about this idea of focusing on the experiences that we want stitched throughout our lives as highlights and milestones and how they impact so much of our growth and our story. In fact, I remember when I was a kid, my parents told us, and this story is in the book, so I'm not going to give it all away, but they literally said, we can either buy and afford this lawnmower attachment that would save us from raking the grass every single week, or we could go on a trip. And my siblings and I, hands down, chose the trip to the Wisconsin Dells, and that trip literally changed my life forever. Like I can draw on the map what that trip did for my life. So much of my life today would not have happened had we not chosen that. It's kind of crazy, really. And I wrote about this story in the book. I'm not going to share that story fully. You can grab the book to read it. But I do want to share an excerpt with you. The thing is, we often get tricked by the wish list consumerism hands us. Our vision boards are filled with not enough plot and too many props. The accolades, the trophies, the new sorrel boots you've had your eye on since the Nordstrom anniversary sale. Those things aren't bad. They just aren't what we'll cherish most at the end of our days. We wrongly assume that living the dream means the KitchenAid mixer, but really it's the Saturday morning pancakes we'll most want to relive. Those buttery crumbs and lingering laughs still top every wish list I keep. When I look back at the things I bought myself in order to be happy, successful, or comforted, I find a lot of laughable regret. The state of the art standing desk, every lipstick ever, 14 different baby wraps, and a box of Hatchimals. Now, don't get me wrong, temporary happiness isn't anything to scoff at. Sometimes you have a bad week, and that very soft comforter you bought yourself is a stuff of legends when you crawl into your bed. Cocoa and her Hatchimals are a silly little treat to behold. But in the big, sweeping, generalized sense, the experience of having many things is not what it's all cracked up to be. 
Even after years of hearing this wisdom from those who have less or those who have lost it all, we still chase after stuff, don't we? We crave that high of having the thing, buying the thing, unboxing the thing, posting and sharing that we finally also have the thing. That is a little section of that chapter in my book. Again, if you haven't got my book yet, please grab it. If you love this show, you are going to even more love the book. It is called How Are You Really? You can buy it anywhere books are sold or go to howareyoureallybook.com. Now, whether you don't feel like you have the time, budget, or all that much desire to pursue experiences over material things, or if you just want more of a roadmap for how to feasibly do this in your busy everyday life, I want to share five doable ways to prioritize experiences. Are you ready? First, decide what kind of experiences you gravitate toward. So I feel like this summer literally went by, it was gone in a blink. And with my book launch happening right smack dab in the middle, once August hit, we were in full like, hurry, let's enjoy summer mode and fast. Coco stood at her easel one morning and we all contributed an idea of something that we wanted to do as a family date. So I chose going to the beach in Duluth. She chose going on a train ride because we drive by this train and every time she gets so excited about it, Drew chose going to the zoo. And these were all things that we hadn't done yet as a family. And so we made our little list and we prioritized each of these ideas. And honestly, we made the best memories in a very short window of time. Getting out of our norm encouraged us to try different things. Like Coco has been to the aquarium 832 times. And so having this little list of things that we wanted to do, it helped kind of pull us out of the normal routine. And honestly, I feel like we fell deeper in love with our city and each other in the process. There were mornings where I would wake Coco up in the morning and she would say, are we going on a family date today? And so that was just like a really special thing and just something that made our summer, even though it felt condensed, just super special. So maybe here are some questions that you should ask yourself. Like what kind of experiences do you feel like you're missing in your life? Like maybe when you see other people in your life doing these things or you hear other people and what they're up to and you're like, ah, I am definitely not doing that. Maybe ask yourself, why do you want to bring more of these experiences into your life versus even more things? Make sure that the things that you're thinking aren't just because you feel like you have to do them to keep up with someone else, but they're things that you deeply want. I know sometimes when I get jealous of people, I have to like do a quick soul check, like a little vibe check and be like, okay, why am I jealous? Is this maybe something that like I'm yearning for? Is that something that I wish I was experiencing? And so Make sure, you know, the why behind why you want to do something isn't just to get like a cool picture for Instagram, but to actually enjoy it. And then maybe ask yourself, what's the driving force and the value behind pursuing these types of experiences? How could you maybe involve your family, your friends, or other loved ones in these pursuits to have more experiences? So if you're a journaler, these questions are some great prompts for you to write about this week. Like, what kind of experiences do I want? Why do I want them? What do I wish I had more of in my life? And how can I include the people I love? And if you're someone who loves manifesting, maybe you want to craft some I am statements around the experiences that you find valuable, like statements like, I am worthy of taking the time to enjoy experiences, or I am capable of slowing down and prioritizing time doing the things I love. Make it personal and be honest with yourself about what you want. In pursuing anything that we desire, whether it's professional goals or lifestyle change or whatever else, the first step is almost always getting clear on the specifics of what you hope for. Now, remember here, we're not villainizing material things by any means. Heck, 
I wish I was more of a minimalist. I am what you might call a maximalist in some ways in my life. I love things. I do. I'm not villainizing them. But here's something that you have to think about. More often than not, experiences and things are intertwined. So how do we prioritize things that like add to the richness of our lives? Like you can't have a great rock climbing session without good safe gear or a place to climb, right? Or you can't go on a seaside picnic without some food and a little cooler. Or you probably need a swimsuit and sunscreen and a towel for your beach day. So I'm not saying it's this or that. I'm trying to find that area of gray where you are prioritizing the actual joy in your life, right? I've noticed a lot that we often tend to choose to collect more and more things. Like we fill up our Amazon cards. We click on the link of whatever new and amazing thing an influencer shares on Instagram. We, you know, fall for the Facebook ad. Like I do all of these things myself. And a lot of times what we do and why we do it is because we're hoping that these things will do for us what only experiences can do best, which is change us, enrich us, give us hope, give us joy, give us a new perspective. Experiences tend to open up our worldview and connect us with other people and allow us to share more of ourselves and who we are. Whereas constantly buying more and more stuff might give you this temporary thrill or surge of adrenaline, but it's gone by the time the next Facebook ad pops up for something you probably don't really need. Like experiences give us these lasting memories and a changed perspective. And that sticks around a lot longer than a high from buying a new pair of yoga pants. Trust me, I know. I have like 20 of almost the same pair. What the heck, Jenna? Okay, number two. List out your priorities as they stand right now. This is something that I have to do often. Like if you cannot remember the last time you had fun or the last time you belly laughed or the last time you like felt that just like unabashed joy or maybe you think of this last year and nothing really stands out to you. It feels like more of the same. That might be a sign that you should do a little investigative work in your life to see where you're spending your resources. When I think of resources, a lot of times people think of just time and money, but I think of time and money and energy and almost doing an inventory of where it's all going right now. Like what do you tend to spend your money on? What takes a lot of your time every week? What do you find yourself thinking about? Like what are you wasting your brainwaves on? What creature comforts do you gravitate towards on most days? What is around you right now? Like literally look around you right in this moment as you're listening. What does your daily environment look like? This will tell you what your priorities are and help you to see if maybe you need a priority shift. Now, this is not an ad, but I recently got that app Truebill. I think they just rebranded to Rocket Money. But it has been fascinating to watch spending habits, to see what categories we spend on the most and to really just kind of pay attention to where our money is going. And they say that where you spend your time and money often communicates your priorities or your values. So if when you analyze these two things and you realize you're out of alignment, first, be gentle with yourself. But second, make a plan to course correct. Is your life reflective of what you say is most important to you? Now, I highly recommend writing down your priorities in terms of expenses, time spent, and energy spent. And for me, I want my time and energy to be first spent towards my family and my health and then my business. So for me, in order to prioritize my family and health first, I have to have help. Like I have to look at like, okay, can I spend money to get back time? Like 
are these values in alignment? Like as my business has grown, I have been so unapologetic and very clear that like I have a whole team of people helping me do this. And so my need has been to bring people into the fold to help me run it so that I have that lifestyle freedom that I've worked so hard to get, but that allow me to live out my values. It is a non-negotiable for me to invite in help, to prioritize getting help so that I can prioritize time with my family and personal time. Even yesterday, I had this moment of like feeling this like deep need to record this episode right then and there. Like I had told Drew like, Hey, you go weed whack. And when you're done, come right back in. Cause I need to go record. And I had this moment right then and there where I had to like take a check of like time, energy, money, and evaluate what was right in front of me. And what was in front of me was this opportunity to spend quality time with Coco without rushing. Quinn was napping. I basically had to redirect my brain. I have ADHD And I had to remind my brain, here is what matters. This is not truly urgent. This can wait till tomorrow. And it's literally become this practice for me to evaluate and to course correct often because my tendency is to invest my time and energy into work, but my values challenge me. They press back at me and say, it's okay to hit the brake pedal. It's okay to shut down. It's okay to pause. It's okay to wait. What you say matters needs to be reflected right now. And it's not always possible. And it is a privilege to be able to do that. I acknowledge both of those things. But maybe this is a reminder for you to do a quick check. Check in with yourself. Does your life reflect what you say matters? And maybe it doesn't have to do with work. Maybe it has to do with Netflix binging or spending too much time on your phone when you could be with the people you love. Whatever that looks like, you know in the privacy of your own heart what that looks like. And even just like looking sometimes at a bird's eye, like the most basic version of my values can show me where my focus is and whether I'm living out this vision in my day-to-day life. And let me tell you, you know, I don't love the word balance. Balance is not something that's meant to be maintained. Balance is a moment in time. A lot of us are trying to achieve this idea of balance and that's not the case. And there are going to be seasons where there's more hustle or where you're spending more time working But I want for those seasons to be temporary and I want for there to be an end date because it can almost become this snowball effect when you start. So whenever I find myself spending in excess, whether it's buying things or spending time on work that might not necessarily be fueling my true priorities, I try to step back, evaluate what's going on, pause and ask myself, what void might I be attempting to fill? And think through any of my unnecessary spends in the last 24 hours or maybe even the last week, whether it's a purchase or a spending of time, I have to check in with myself. That is why I wrote a book, How Are You Really? Because a lot of us are moving through life in that how are you good, fine, busy state. We're not actually checking in. And so it helps for you to evaluate where you're at and how you can prioritize experiences. This really does help me stay aligned with what I really want to be spending my time and energy and money on. And even like today, for example, I prioritize a very short workday so that I can learn and read and journal and do these things that I've said are a priority to me, but I haven't made space for. And so it's just this check-in of like, what do I say is important and how does that importance look in my life right now? And is there areas in my life that need to be shuffled around to really show what's important to me? You've probably heard the quote from the philosopher who said, change is the only constant in life. 
And it's true. Everything is always changing and evolving, but that doesn't mean we always enjoy it, especially when it comes to your business. HubSpot's CRM platform helps you make major moves confidently. Confidence to go big, go home, go local or global. With HubSpot, all of your marketing and operations and sales tools are in one place, meaning you have the right data at the right time to make the right call. A single source of truth means your teams are supported by a powerful system that helps lighten the busy work and create more time and space for big thinking. As a connected customer platform, HubSpot provides more than just software. It helps you and your teams create deeper, more meaningful relationships with your customers so you can grow better together. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted super host several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Number three is watch where conveniences might be overshadowing experiences. And I think this is a powerful one. I often joke that the best thing money has bought me is convenience and ease. My life hasn't transformed a ton on a day-to-day basis because of my business success, except for when it comes to this idea of being able to afford convenience. Like when I realized that we had Instacart in Duluth, Minnesota, game over. Game over. I haven't even gone to the grocery store. I mean, sometimes material things come into our lives to serve as a convenience and that's okay. But occasionally, convenience ends up creating a quick shortcut that causes us to overlook an experience. We recently went to see my in-laws and I wanted to go out and go get some groceries. I needed some gluten-free food that I could eat and I've been eating and prioritizing my health a lot. And so I told them, I said, Hey, I'm going to run to the store real quick. And Drew was like, you hate going to the store. And I was like, actually, I love going grocery shopping. Like when you can peruse the aisles and think about what you're going to cook and, you know, have recipes on hand that you're collecting the items for. Like, I actually love that. And it kind of made me pause and think because he's like, you order Instacart all the time. And I was like, true. A lot of times I do it as a convenience to save ourselves time in a trip. But What happens is, is a lot of times convenience can create this quick shortcut that can cause us to overlook experiences that we might actually enjoy. Let me give another example. Maybe you think about getting a special coffee drink from your favorite coffee shop. This alone is an experience, right? Going to the coffee shop combined with a thing that you love, your drink of choice. The convenient way of doing it is as quick as possible. Ordering as fast as you can on an app or going through the drive-thru to pick it up as you hustle on to your next thing. But The savored and slower way to do it might be walking to get coffee with a friend or sitting in the shop for 30 minutes to enjoy someone else's company and catch up. 
to sip on your coffee, to enjoy it while it's still hot, which mamas, can I get an amen? That never happens. In this scenario, you might see your neighborhood in a different light. You might notice more, you might be more present in your body. You might experience how good it feels to breathe fresh air, to stretch your legs. You can spend quality time with someone you love. You can slow down for a minute while you share in each of your worlds. Like in a day and age where we are rushing and outsourcing and simplifying, which again, time and place, love it. Maybe sometimes we're outsourcing the wrong things or that convenience is taking away from our opportunities to have actual experiences that we will relish in. Another example, Drew and I love getting takeout and watching crappy reality TV after the girls go to bed. Like in this season of life as two tired parents, two busy little ones, that is way more relaxing than eating at a restaurant as a family. Like I honestly don't love eating out with children. I just, it's not like the same experience, right? But here's the thing. We consciously know that we connect on a much more deeper level when we, Drew and I, go on a sit-down date face one another, get some old school eye contact in, some FaceTime. While it is convenient to order takeout and watch our crappy TV, that extra step of getting a babysitter, making a reservation, it elevates the experience for us. And it really makes us savor that time together. Like even as I'm recording this, I'm like picturing this date we went on at this supper club at the top of this restaurant in Duluth, Minnesota, like spins around and like, oh my God, we just had so much fun. And I'm like, we need to do more of that. And it's funny because so often the conveniences are important in certain scenarios, again, time and place, like maybe grocery delivery or a quick email rather than an unnecessary meeting. But sometimes they can also distract us from meaningful connection and letting ourselves take life at a different and less rushed pace. So take stock of all the things you tend to speed up or shortcut in your life and ask yourself, is there a way to slow down the things that I enjoy to make it more quality or meaningful to have it be an experience without rushing through it? Like I am all about efficiency, but sometimes I wonder at what cost, like we're working harder so that we can work more and work harder. What is the point of hurrying through everything just to get to the next thing on our list? Why do we feel the need to rush so much of our lives away? Think about how you can expand and breathe more life into certain pieces of the things that you enjoy. Number four, create an experience budget. So first, let me preface this on the fact that not all experiences need to cost you a lot of money. I swear, my mom, if you read my book, you know she's savvy. She was the queen of finding experiences that we could do that were free or very inexpensive. When I was prepping for this episode, I texted her telling her what I was planning to talk about. And she actually sent me an entire list of things we did as kids. So my mom was budget conscious. And so here were a few of the millions of things that we did. So spending a day at the library, that was so much fun as a kid. We would each get in one of those cozy chairs and pick out a couple books we'd read. We went on walks on the railroad tracks and we would pack a picnic lunch, which I am fairly certain is a felony these days. So please don't do that one. But I have very distinct memories of this. We would find a place, this is so funny, with an escalator, which we called the magic stairs. And we would literally spend the day just going up and down. There's this one in the mall. I think it was at Montgomery Ward. Does anyone remember that? Sears? I mean, there's all these different ones. And we would just go up and down the magic stairs. We would play in cribbage tournaments with my grandpa. We would go to the county fair. We had this dress up box and we would do plays and skits and dances. 
We did family game night where we would play games like Sequence and Clue and Monopoly. We would walk to the river and catch crawfish. Like, as you can see, we stayed really busy, but my mom sought out opportunities that didn't break the bank. And I have so many strong memories of these items from my childhood. And I mean, while free is amazing, a lot of experiences cost money. So here's an invitation for you to make a real budget that you can use to honor your finances that helps you make room for experiences in your spending. This way, money isn't always an excuse for not prioritizing impactful experiences. And I'm not talking about like these big fancy trips to Greece. Like those are super fun. And you should definitely have a saving strategy for those types of things if you value travel. But what if you also wanted to save up instead for a facial, but you don't have the wiggle room to just splurge on something like that with the rest of your financial responsibilities? Or maybe you want to set a little aside to go to dinner with a friend, your treat, or you could start a little fun that allows you to see a concert every couple of months. I feel like budgeting as a whole is all about pinpointing your necessary spending, including you know things, housing, bills, retirement savings, and other necessities like groceries and gas and loans. And then combining that with your desired spending, things like shopping, experiences, travel, home projects, and beyond. One of the best things that you can do to remove overwhelm from budgeting is to simply write down all of your monthly spending and what you hope to save for, and then work backwards to create a saving plan and a budget for yourself within each category. My mom recently sent me my budget that I created almost half of my life ago when I graduated from college. And I had taken a personal finance class, which I think should be a requirement for every single human on planet Earth. And I had this whole budget and I had literally every dollar accounted for in my paycheck to pay off my student loans. I had like a movie fund because I loved going to the theater. And so budgeting is just a really great way to ease that stress and tension and also just show you what you're working with. There are also a lot of different apps out there that make it super easy to save up for extras. One that I've heard a lot about is Capital with a Q. And basically what it does is it lets you set savings goals and then it'll automatically deposit an amount of your choosing into a savings or investment account so that you can begin saving for experiences with as small or large of quantities as you feel comfortable with. Like it can literally just say like, Every time I make a purchase, round up and put those extra pennies into my savings account and it can really help for you to save. Here's a life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return. 
Burns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort. This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress and you You've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GOLDDIGGER15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code gold digger 15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Finally, start small by infusing little memorable experiences into your regular week. So again, if you're somebody who's thinking about this year at a glance and you're like, I don't even know what I did this year. I don't have any good memories from this year. When I think of this year, I just think of the day to day. It feels like Groundhog's Day. I want for you to think about how can you add in these little memorable things into your week. Just like our family bucket list got us out and exploring our own city as a family, how can you incorporate experiences into your week? Challenge yourself to integrate maybe an adventure day or even just an hour into your regularly scheduled programming. You could call it something cute or fun if that helps keep you accountable, like something new Sundays. And it simply can be a way for you and your loved ones to challenge yourselves to try something new or to do an experience together on a consistent basis. I do coffee dates with the girls on Saturdays. I have been doing them with Coco for years. And even though sometimes it feels like my responsibilities are tugging at my attention, keeping that commitment to this routine has been a beautiful way for me and Coco to connect, to have this extra special time every single week. It's something that we both crave. And some weeks we just go out and grab a coffee and come home. And other days we like literally explore for hours. So start with a singular commitment where you can simply dip a toe into new experiences or even back into old hobbies that you miss. Like as we're building our house, one thing that I really wanted was a piano. Like I miss playing piano. And so that was something where I was like, yes, I have to buy the thing, but it's going to give me this experience every time I do it. And what you want to do is just ask yourself, like, when is the last time I felt joy? Like, what is something that I miss doing? It is such a great way to begin to retrain yourself to crave experiences first and regularly remind yourself of the way that they fill up your cup, the way they make you feel. Maybe it's a great week to bust out your old bike, to dust it off, to take it for a spin, or to ask a friend out to a movie or a show rather than streaming something solo. Maybe you can take a walk with your partner while you sip your morning coffee or walk your dogs together. Look for a free day at a museum you've never visited. Sign up for a volunteer opportunity and reconnect with your community. 
find little ways to infuse experiences that you love and that light you up into your schedule as much as you possibly can. And let me just say real quick, the best way to do this is to literally get things onto your calendar now. I feel like we are this culture of someday. I'd love to do that someday or next time. Schedule it in. We all have Google calendars. Maybe you're old school and you have your old school calendar. Get some dates on the calendar. Even if you don't know what you're going to do, block them off for experiences and fill them as you can. But don't let someday be the day that you're going to start enjoying your life again. There are so many small and simple ways to infuse experiences into normal weeks. And by doing so, it can take what might feel regular and mundane and add some spark to your life again. You don't have to spend tons and tons of money or book a trip to the Bahamas to prioritize experiences over things. It just takes some intentionality and planning and odds are you'll feel the benefits of it immediately, both with the people that you love and within your own sense of purpose and happiness. After all, the memory of experiences stick with us long after they're done. And that leaves a lasting imprint of joy on us that we can relive for the years to come. Gold Diggers, thank you for spending your time with me today. It is precious and I value it. And of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. And if you get out and about, tag me. I want to see what you're up to and what experiences you are savoring today. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit JustThriveHealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's JustThriveHealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.